friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Legendary Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Rice. This is the show that's all about taking your health, your body, and your life to that next level. And I have an inspirational and motivational guest for you today. But before I get to that, I want to talk to you about CEO Strength. We are opening it up again in December, I believe the second week of December, and it's back and better than ever. We've gone through months of beta testing. We have changed the app that we use. Now there's a 12-month nutrition coaching program where you get a message every single day to help you get your nutrition handled. There is also a revised workout This workout is using the most advanced techniques that I'm using with my personal training clients here in Miami Beach, and you get to benefit from them as well if you sign up. I'm letting you know beforehand because we're only going to be taking a limited amount of people into the group because we only feel like we can do a great job with a certain amount of people, and beyond that, it gets too crazy. So if you're looking to get your health handled, if you're looking to handle your nutrition, not just, hey, what diet should I follow? Hey, give me a meal plan to follow, but understanding nutrition, getting empowered with information where you can make the decisions on your own. If you're looking for a workout program that will help you take yourself from ground zero to superhero, if you want to get in your first pull-up, your first body weight dip, if you want to master push-ups, if you want to learn how to deadlift, how to squat, how to lunge, this is going to be an incredible experience. So I'm pumping you up now. Make sure you take action when the time is right. We will let you know beforehand. On to today's episode. I have a repeat guest. His name is Coach Michael Burt. He was on the podcast on episode 113, Person of Interest, How to attract business versus constantly chase it. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly recommend that you go back, you check it out because it's amazing. It can help you become the person that attracts success into your life. And I don't mean that in the woo-woo, the movie, The Secret Way. I'm talking about things that you can do to boost your confidence, to boost your productivity, to become a better communicator. Today, he's back to help get you fired up about your life about the opportunities that you're surrounded by, about your potential, your untapped potential, about how nobody in office can stop you. Many people are upset about what happened with the U.S. election. Some people are excited about it. But I want to tell you this. Nothing matters more than what you do in your life, how you show up in the world, how you take care of yourself, how you take care of your family. How do you take care of your friends? How do you take care of the people at work? Do you show up? Do you do an amazing job? Are you a good employee? Are you a good boss? Are you a good entrepreneur or business owner? That's what matters. And Coach Bird is here to fire you up. And I want you, no matter what your opinion was on what happened last week, or perhaps you're not even in the U.S., you're in one of the 160 countries that regularly download Legendary Life every week. It doesn't matter. I want you fired up. I want you to take action. And Coach Burt is here to make that happen for you. Get ready to get inspired with Coach Michael Burt. 
Coach Burt, welcome back to the Legendary Light Podcast. It, hey, when you get invited back twice, man, that says a lot, right? It's like when I speak, when people say, will you come back next year? I'm like, man, we must have did a pretty good job if we get to come back. So thank you. Thank you, Ted, for having me. It's an honor, man. Absolutely. You're welcome. And it's an honor to have you back. I mean, I was just watching you live. And for all of those people listening right now, I highly urge you to go look up Michael Burt on Facebook add him, watch his live shows, go to coachbert.com. If you need someone to help you, help motivate you, if you're feeling unmotivated, I know I do a pretty good job with motivation, but coach, you're someone who motivates me. Go to coachbert.com, really check out his website. Coach, since we've talked last, I've watched all your episodes of your reality show, incredible, Mm. incredible Mm. value, incredible stories. What's been going on? I know you've been just blowing up since we spoke last. Well, you think about that reality show. I'm glad you mentioned that. We did a show called Zebras and Cheetahs, and, and there's always a reason. When you do something, every action you take is driven by your thoughts, and your thoughts are no wiser than your understanding. So your beliefs drive your actions. And here was my belief. We just had a book out called Zebras and Cheetahs at that time. There are 6 million books that come out in the market. And I was sitting at lunch one day. How do we get more attention for this book? How do we do something unusual? How do we look different? And I looked across the table and I said, let's do a reality TV show. And so we did four episodes. It was one of the most rewarding experiences of my life. And and we just had to get creative. We had thousands of people watch it. It was on the CW network. So we had lots of people that watched the thing. And so that was a way to push out our content and become better known and to look different and run faster. And the people we coached, almost all of them, by the way, quit their job, Ted, that went on the show. And they saw themselves bigger than what they were before they came. So it was transformational. One of the people on the first episode just released her own book that's out in the market, Christy Neal. So I'm so proud of those people. But what's been going on is growth, man. Growth, growth, growth. Is We've got a new Total Growth Academy out that is a high-end virtual training platform. We are now speaking at some of the biggest companies in the world. We've added staff. We've built more greatness factories. And so lots of good energy is happening. And I believe everybody needs a coach in life. And there's 7 billion people on the planet that we got to get to. So, so we got a lot going on, man. That is awesome to hear and not surprised. You're just, like I said, you're someone who I look up to. And one of the reasons why I asked you back on the show is because at this part of the political season, a lot of people are down. A lot of people are arguing. A lot of people are looking outside themselves to fix the problems, not just in their life, but in the world. And one thing that I love about you is you bring the optimism, you bring the inspiration, and you bring the practical strategies and the tools to help people take their own lives, to be their own CEO, their own president, right? And before we get into that, I would love to have you tell your story a little bit again because you weren't always doing so well and you weren't always the super coach that we know of today. For So for those people who didn't hear that first episode, can you talk a little bit about what your journey took to get you to this point now where you're so successful? Well, I, you know, I've been telling a story the last couple of days in multiple speaking engagements and I had a little talk I was giving called Priceless and it was about how you reset how you see yourself, you know, how you reset what you see when you look in the mirror. And at 18 years old, I came from a small town, 2,500 people. I went to a university, had 23,000 students. And I saw myself, Ted, as a little country bumpkin, uneducated, untrained, unskilled person 
that was now among 23,000 people that I believe were smarter than me. So what does an insecure person do? You see, an insecure person, I put my hat on, I put my head down, I contracted and retreated, I didn't talk to people, I didn't join fraternities, I didn't talk to girls, I didn't talk to boys, I didn't talk to anybody. All I did every single day is I tried to play under the radar because of how I saw myself. I had to reset how I saw myself. Now, I was a coach at that time. I was already coaching elementary basketball, and we were doing good. So I got a big phone call from the second largest high school in Tennessee, and they said, we've heard about you. You're this young little whippersnapper. That would be a referral. We heard you can flat out coach your pants off. Will you come down here and be an assistant coach? And I said yes. So at 19 years old, I started coaching at the second largest high school in Tennessee while I was going to college, and I began to reset. And I begin to say, one day, I'm going to be a successful head coach. I'm going to be the most successful head coach in the state of Tennessee. Then I'm going to become one of the most successful coaches in the Southeast, maybe even one of the most successful coaches in the country. And so that thought that germinated in my head manifested itself three years later. I became the youngest head coach in Tennessee at the second largest high school. By 25, I had written my first book called Changing Lives Through Coaching. By 30, I think 30, 31, I had won a championship. We had the number one team in Tennessee. And by this point, I had three or four books out in the market. And I was going to speak on those books. People ask me all the time, how did you start speaking, writing books, coaching? At first, I wrote a book. I was winning a lot of games, and people would ask me to speak. I'd go speak, and people said, man, we enjoyed this. Will you come back and coach our people? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to win a championship. I'm not interested. But the more those requests came in, the more fun I had coaching adults. So after I won a championship, Ted, I, I retired from athletic coaching at 31. I spent the last nine years building a million-dollar coaching business. Well, now we speak, we coach, we train, we leave. I've got 10 books out in the market. Number 11 is coming out in March, which is really the book I should have wrote first. Called Everybody Needs a Coach in Life, man. That should have been my first book. But it is number 11. I'm coming back home to my core and my base. But it wasn't always easy. I had all kinds of problems. My first year as a coach, I was 13 and 16. You know, I've had periods where I've written books that didn't sell 5,000 copies for whatever reason. And so it wasn't all easy, man. It was just like every other entrepreneur's journey of failing, of succeeding, of recalibrating. And that's what you get really of, of 20, 25 years of coaching in me that's been both failure and success, to be honest with you. Yeah. And it's so important to hear that in I think everybody sees someone like you, someone like John Maxwell, someone like Tony Robbins, all these people who are just blowing up and they see the tip of the iceberg, but they don't see what went into getting you there. So thanks so much for sharing your story. And you, you said the way you saw yourself was just a little guy from a little town. And I know that people listening right now, they might not be from a small town. They might be from somewhere else, but they have these stories that they tell themselves. And I know one of the things I like about you so much, Coach Burt, is that you're a very practical guy. You don't talk about airy-fairy, woo-woo things. You say, here's what you got to do. Take action. These are the actions you need to take to get to where you want to be. And I love that about you. But I'd also love to hear how you think about mindset. What are people lacking in terms of their mindset so that they can start doing the actions more easily so they can push through those failures so they can stay consistent with those sales goals or fitness goals or whatever other goals that they have. Well, you mentioned Maxwell and I want to pull out a point there and then I want to hit mindset. I went to a conference once with Maxwell who was telling us how he had written 73 books. He has a writer that he writes with. 
that they write those books together. But he gave us a copy of his very first book, every person in the audience. And every person opened this book, and he said, I wanted every person who wants to write books to have this book. So you can see that even a guy like me who's sold 50, 60 million books wrote a book that sucked at one time. <laughs> and he said, my first book was awful, and I want you to have it to see how bad it was, to see there is hope for you that you can sell 60 million books, right? And then, so that was a good concept with Maxwell. Now, you mentioned mindset. To me, I think that's what a good coach does is every action you take is driven by your thoughts. Your thoughts are no wiser than your understanding. So I go through a series of affirmations every day I tell myself, such as I am a person of interest. People are counting on me to show up and deliver. My positive energy is going to be greater than any negative energy I face today. I'm not going to let them turn me into them. And basically what I'm doing is I'm getting my mind ready for what my body is about to do, okay? And so what I do is I get my mindset right. Now, what goes into that mindset? Everything that touches my mind, everything that I read, everything that I listen to. So I'm constantly listening. I start every day. I'm, I, I'm very strong about my faith, very bold about my faith. I start every day with a sermon. I end every day with a sermon from one pastor, and that starts my mind right. Then I move to certain people for confidence. Then I move to certain people for sales. Then I move to certain people for scalability. And so what I'm doing is I'm almost like you hear guard your heart. What I'm really doing is I'm guarding my mind. I'm guarding my mindset. I just like you, I have good days and bad days, and something has to trigger that. But it goes back to how you see yourself, how you recalibrate. Do you say you see yourself as a million-dollar producer? Do you see yourself as a little country bumpkin like I did at one time? Did you see yourself as rejected and broken and as a failure? What do you see? So what the biggest sell you got to make every day is to your own self. The first person I have to sell every morning is me to me. And that has a lot to do with confidence and self-confidence. Yeah, so important. We have to sell ourselves on ourselves before we can sell anyone on anything else. Our boss, our our family, our children, our our, our wives, our, our husbands, whatever it is. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And you talk about confidence, self-confidence. It's something that keeps coming up with people who listen to my show. What are your top, say, three to five strategies for building confidence besides feeding your brain and protecting your mind from the bad things and feeding your brain with the important things? Well, I think confidence is the one thing that affects everything. That's why I wrote this book, Swag. I believe confidence affects all 7 billion people on planet Earth. It is either your greatest asset or it's your greatest liability. It is either something that adds or something that subtracts. So what I did in that book is I kind of broke confidence down to a science, okay? Mm. So confidence, if you talk to a psychologist, a sports psychologist taught me this definition. Confidence is the memory of success. But here's the problem. What if you haven't had any success? Yep. So I was, I was giving talks all over the country, and I was using that definition. Confidence is the memory of success. And here's what I noticed about my players as a high school basketball coach. A confident player would do or try anything. An insecure person would not. Conf insecure people will not make sales calls. They won't meet strangers. They won't go to events. They have creative avoidance. They have call reluctance. And so, uh, so what I said is a confident person. Okay, so if it's not the memory of success, because I gave the woman credit, I said, look, you're right. If you ain't had any success, you're not going to be confident. Confidence is an internal knowing that you can create or manifest what you see in your mind. Now, I may have to sell people on this, but ask them this. Ted, where does your future live? Okay, this is a typical question I ask people in my audiences. 
where does your future live? And people think, and and I say, does it not reside in your own imagination? See, I can't see Ted Rice's future no more than you can see my future. So here's the deal. If I can't see your future, how can you hold me accountable for that future? That future is yours. It resides in your imagination. Now, here's the question. Will you have the self-discipline? Discipline is a derivative of the word disciple, which means to give yourself to a person or cause you believe in. Jesus had 12 disciples. But you can become a disciple to your own future, okay? So what I'm saying is there, I have cultivated the self-discipline. I'm a disciple to my future to take action on what I envision. And when I do that, guess what happens? I build confidence. Now, the other piece of confidence is something that you're very familiar with, is confidence needs to be diversified. A, a good financial advisor tells you to diversify your portfolio. Well, what if all of my confidence is tied up in how my wife feels about me today and she don't feel good about me today? <laughs> what if all my confidence is tied up in my business and we lost a couple sales today? What if all my confidence is tied up in how I look, but I don't feel good about how I look today? You, you see what I'm saying? So I, diversi I diversify my confidence. So I go to work on the body. Okay, and I, and, I, and I need my body to look like your body, really, because <laughs> I, I need some more of this. But I got a personal trainer I work out with, so I go to work on my body. I go to work on my mind. I go to work on my heart, and I go to work on my spirit. Those four parts drive my confidence, and I am diversifying my confidence. So if my body's not where it needs to be, I, I, my mind is where it needs to be, or my heart is where it needs to be, or my spirit's where it needs to be. And so what I'm doing in the book Swag, I talk about I diversify it typically in eight to 12 different ways. I look at relationships, vocation. I look at those four parts of my nature. I look at passion. I look at hobbies. And what I'm doing is I'm spreading my confidence out and I'm not giving it up to anybody else. It is my confidence. I, you can't take away my confidence unless I give it to you. Yeah, that's so important. So you diversify your confidence with your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit. You make sure that if something goes wrong in one area, you got plenty of other areas where you're, you're crushing it that can make up for that deficit that you might feel one day or that we all feel sometime. And uh, coach, I know you work out with a personal trainer because I've seen you post videos on Facebook. I would love to hear how fitness, how health, factors into your life as a successful coach and also how you coach people on the importance of it? Well, uh, let me tell you something. It's important to me. I'm 40 years old and uh, I have a four-year-old daughter. I waited till later in life to have a child. And let me tell you something, that girl will run me around the house in like crazy. And so here's what I said. When I hired a personal trainer, I said, I want to be in great shape. I want human longevity. I want to live as long as I can, as healthy as I can. But what I really need from you is energy. I need a personal trainer to give me energy, to give me longevity, because I'm coaching thousands of people. I'm pushing out so much energy in a day that I can't have crumbs left over for my family. I can't go home at the night and give them leftovers, man. And because I exert so much energy during the day, years ago, that's what I gave them. Is I was just out of gas, man. I got no juice. I can't have any hobbies. I can't see for family, friends, because I gave it all to my clients. And so the first thing I tell people is you can't have crumbs. And the way you get over crumbs is you get your body where it needs to be. You get your, you know, you go to work on the body, which drives up your confidence, which drives up your energy, which drives up your longevity. And I was coaching a woman once, Ted, that, that was 55 years old. And she came to me because she had a book out and she wanted to promote a book, which is just a, just a very hard schedule of podcast and speaking engagements. And, 
And I said, man, if you want to get this book out and affect people, it's a Christian book. I said, if you want to affect people for, for, for the kingdom, you, you got to do these X number of things. And she looked at me at 55 years old and she said, there's no way, you know, in my health, in my shape that I can do all this stuff. And I made a note. I remember it like it was yesterday. I said, I never, ever want to be in a position because of my health due to my own doing that I can't go out there and do what I got to do to help people. She was wow. basically saying, I can't go help people. I can't do all the stuff you're telling me to do to push this concept out to the market because I'm not in good enough shape to do it. I'll, I'll be exhausted, you know, and I said, I, I don't ever want to be in that position, man. I want to be in be in a great position at 55, at 60, 65, at 70. You know, John Wooden's one of my legends, and he lived to 99 years old. He was still coaching people at 99, still writing books at 99. That's what we should aspire to do, and that, and we got to go to work on the body to do that, which takes self-discipline, right? Absolutely. And I love that so much because people tend to focus on the superficial part, losing a couple pounds, you know, which that's fine, right? Like you said, man, I want to work out, you know, build a little bit more muscle or whatever. And, but you just framed it in a way that I think for people listening right now will help them instead get past that superficial part and look at it more as longevity look at it as fuel to be the business person the employee the the parent whatever it is that they got to be in their life i've never heard that one that was such a powerful story thank you for sharing that yeah it's your deal man and there's a lot of debate right now with human longevity extension of life you know what ray kurzweil's doing with extension of life human longevity what uh, Peter Diamandis is doing. There's debate there, you know, about extension of life. Could we, with certain things, you get into all kinds of things that could come, comes down to a philosophical thing. But I think, you know, it says many times in the Bible that we should protect our bodies. One of my concepts is called Fitness 620, which is around Corinthians 620, that you were bought at a price. Therefore, you should honor your body. And so for me, that's why we named it Fitness 620, is that we need to honor our body and what we eat and how we exercise. Trust me, I like a cheeseburger as much as anybody. I got a chocolate. My daughter calls me a chocoholic because after <laughs> after a meal, I go looking for a Snickers somewhere, right? And if we can get rid of a couple of things, man, I'm going to be in much better shape. I hear that. Just go for a little dark chocolate, a little organic dark <laughs> chocolate instead of the yes. sneakers. Not quite as much sugar, but yes, that's awesome. Yes. And coach, what I love about what you said as well is you said everybody needs a coach. And a lot of people say things like that, but you live it. In fact, you hired a personal trainer. I would love to hear about how, like, a lot of people out there, they don't think they need a coach. I know I need a coach. I've had a ton of different coaches. And what do you say to people about getting someone to coach you about having a coach? Here's what I say. And that's my tagline. Everybody needs a coach in life. My whole premise, my whole business is built on this one concept. We can't see the picture when we're inside the frame. There is a vicious cycle that we have. Here's what it looks like. We start with good intention. We come out of the gate strong with anything. I want to diet. I want to you know, lose weight. I want to be better. I want to make more money. I want more time. I want more freedom. I want to start a business, whatever. We start with good intention. For some reason, we fall off the wagon for all the variables. I lack self-discipline. I don't have a structure in place. Nobody's pushing me. Then we feel guilty and experience guilt. What we're grieving is our lost potential. Okay, we had all this potential, but we didn't reach it. Well, a good coach will help you break that cycle. 
because they're going to have conversations with you you don't want to have. They're going to make you do things you don't want to do. And so what I'm saying is there a good coach brings a layer of accountability. I'm flying a coach in tonight from Austin, Texas to help me better sell this online platform that I have. So I'm spending a day and a half with him. He's done it for multiple people. I'm spending a lot of money for him to come in and coach me and my team because here's the deal. I've never sold an online platform before. I don't know how to get to the next level with it. All I know how to do is create the content. He So he specializes. So I have coaches, spiritual coaches. I have physical coaches. I have enterprise coaches. I had a book coach that coached me on writing a better book. I got marketing coaches. So here's my point to you. There is two levels of accountability, in my opinion, that a coach helps with. There's an amateur level of accountability. And these are for people that need a person to push them, motivate them. They're at motiv- they don't come with batteries included, okay? And they need somebody else to kind of rev up that engine. But I don't like working with those folks. Then there's a professional accountability where a person comes to me. I got a, I'm coaching a person right now that makes $3.8 million a year. I've coached people worth 50, 60 million a year, 100 million a year. I've coached a 71-year-old songwriter before who came to me and said, I still got a good swing left in me. And so my point is, these people are looking for elevation. They don't need me to get them out of bed or motivate them. What they need is a strategy. They need a mindset. They need something that is a missing structure for them. That is what I call professional accountability, is you're coming to me because I need to go to another level. I can get myself on a treadmill by myself. I can lift weights on my own, but how much harder do I go when I got a professional trainer standing over me, pushing me, who knows what he's doing, who looks like I would like to look? You understand what I'm saying here? And so so the people that don't think they need a coach in their life, there's a level of ignorance there. And I don't mean that in a negative way. They don't know what they don't even know. Bill Jobs, uh, Steve Jobs took a walk with his business coach every Sunday. Jack Welch brought in Ram Sharon to coach him. Zuckerberg, one of the first things he did was hire a coach. Every Olympian has a coach. Every major actor has a coach. It's silly for people to say, oh, no, 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 I got all this figured out. It's really a level of arrogance and pride to think you don't need another person to help you get to the next level. That's my personal thoughts. Yeah, and if someone wanted to take the next level with you, what would they do? Because... I know there's some people out there right now who could tremendously benefit from you, from your services. What could they do to take the next step? Well, people need to understand. I get asked this a lot. What kind of coach are you? I'm really a business and entrepreneurial coach. So if Ted Rice came to me and said, look, I want to elevate my business, okay? What I'm bringing is the structure, the experiences, the systems to help him do that. Now, the way I distribute that coaching is I could distribute it online to Ted Rice. He could say, you know, I want to pay 83 bucks a month and I want to get access to Coach Burt's brain and 400 coaching sessions through his Total Growth Academy, which has my selling system in there, person of interest, swag, 90-day sales manager, and it's basically me coaching you virtually. So you can log on anytime, anywhere. There's an app that goes with it and you can get coaching for as little as $3 and something a day. Now, if you said, look, I want more. I want to be in Coach Burt's Monster Producer Coaching Program. We have 72 people that pay uh, anywhere between $199 and $399 a month all over the world that come to me every month for a program called Monster Producer. And that is a legendary creature level where we coach them on structure, mindset, systems, scalability. Most of those people are making anywhere between $100,000 and $3 million a year. So they're not bozos. They just want to go to another level. 
you can get that through the Total Growth Academy, or you could come in person to the Greatness Factory and get me that way. So there's different levels of coaching. So we're coaching business and entrepreneur people. I also have programs like Managers to Coaches, where we're coaching managers who want to be coaches. And so you can get all of that by going to CoachBurt.com, and it asks you, would you like to experience Coach Burt live at the Greatness Factory and come see me in person? Would you like to experience it virtually? Or would you like to experience a hybrid? You watch it online, but you get a coach that coaches you and you get access to my live sessions from the Greatness Factory. Absolutely. That's great to know. And I was asking in part selfishly because every time I hear you, like I said, I was watching you before we hopped on. I just feel like I feel energized. I feel like you have the structures, the systems, and I'm not saying that to promote you. I really feel connected to to what you do. You have so much. When I think about you, when I when I look at what you do, when I look at your operation, it's just everything is professional. It's tight. It's like wow, this guy has the organization, the systems, everything in place. So yeah, if you are listening right now and you are looking for someone to help take you to that next level. Again, Coach Burt said he he works with entrepreneurs and businesses, but if you need someone, because I know people listening to this podcast, someone reached out to me recently and said, hey, I have this accounting firm idea and I want to take it to the next level. I had another guy say he's doing really well in his business but he wants to get into something different where he's serving, where he's speaking, where he's taking a different route in life because the route, although he's he's on a very financially successful route, it's not feeding that heart, as you mm. mentioned, that we need to feed that that purpose. It's just a, a pleasure to connect with you again, Coach Burt. Is there any last words you'd like to say before we wrap things up? Well, to that person, I have a program in the great in the, in the uh, Total Growth Academy called the Making of a Coach. Because mm-hmm. there's lots of people that want to sell the, the you know instead of baking the cake, they want to sell the recipe, and so they come to me and say, "How have you built a million dollar coaching business?" And I say, over the last you know nine, ten, twelve years, this is what we do. This is how I package all this stuff and sell it. This is where my thought processes come from. This is how we built a quarter of a million dollar coaching program in Monster Producer that will be a million dollar coaching program. So there's something in there for every person who is serious. And so I would tell you, if you're serious about playing at the next level, you need a coach. Some people have an affinity with me because of whatever reason, my energy. I am a former championship coach, so I do have that push and drive and and hunger. I didn't just wake up one day and call myself a coach. You know, I mean, we've actually won a championship. We do have 10 or 11 books out in the market. And we are coaching very successful people. So I would just say this may be time for you. This podcast may prompt you to say I have undercapitalized potential. I have so much more than what I'm showing. If that's the case, I'd love to talk to you. Absolutely. And all you need to do is go to coachbert.com. Check, just got it. Get on the website. If this interview connected with you, if you did feel an affinity for the way Coach Bert talked in, in his ideas, definitely go check it out. I guarantee you, you'll just get hooked into some of the other shows, the reality show. I highly recommend you watch that. It's great stuff. A lot of valuable lessons about what it takes to be successful. Coach Bert, thank you so much for your time, your energy, your knowledge, your wisdom, and can't wait to connect with you again. My pleasure, man. You do a great job interviewing. My pleasure to be back with you. And you know, I'm I'd love to be your coach, big guy. You just hang in there with me, okay? You got it. You got it, Coach Bird. Thank you so much.